Hey everyone, welcome to Amplify Your Impact. I have been posting a series of interviews that I did live on my Facebook account, and these are with entrepreneurs and business owners that have been having to adapt their businesses, uh, either for their own sake or for other people's sake during this whole coronavirus pandemic. So right after the intro for this episode, it's gonna go right into my live interview that I had with Krista Nichols, and she is an amazing copywriter, and so let's get into it. I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. This is Krista Nichols. Krista is a copywriter. She's a really awesome copywriter. I have worked with her before with some client stuff, and um, she's really, really awesome. But we're going to talk to her today about like what, what is her business looking like right now and her clients' businesses. So first of all, welcome, Krista. How are you today? Good. Thanks. Can't complain. In Iowa, it's sunny and 60 degrees, so it just makes it feel like an escape, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of opposite of here in Idaho. It's kind of cloudy and rainy, so I'm a little bit jealous of your sunshine. <laughs> it's still coming. So, all right. So kind of just give everybody a brief overview of what you do, what work you do for your clients. We know you're a copywriter, but what, what kind of copywriting do you do? What does your typical uh, work look like? And then let's get into as a reminder for everyone tuning in. We're going to start talking about how Krista has had to adapt a little bit. So we'll get to that in a moment. Sure. Well, I'm a sales copywriter. So clients come to me when they have something launching or something that they want to sell, whether it's an offer that's a service based or product. And I help them come up with the right messaging to sell the offer to their audiences and then write sales copy for their funnels and emails and ads. Awesome. So obviously that's like an important skill and also an important piece of our business is to have almost everything we do involves sales copy, right? If we have a business, we're writing sales copy um, or hiring someone like you to do our sales copy. So one of like, now that everything basically in the world has like come to a halt and there's still obviously some businesses that are going and I think most of us could be stretching here, but a lot of us in our our online space with our businesses. Maybe not a whole lot has changed, but I think that there's one important thing that has changed and that is what you're gonna talk about today. So what what are you seeing? What changes are you seeing business owners have to make right now? So right now, things are busier than ever for me. I'm working with many of my clients to help kind of change and rearrange their messaging so that it's really, really relevant relevant, sorry, to what we're going through right now, because everyone has been affected by this. There's not a person in the United States or even, you know, around the world, if you have a connection to the news and what's going on, who's not feeling 
the results of the pandemic right now. And so my, um, my clients are, I just, I'm so proud of them because they're all looking for ways to really stand up and be there for their audiences. A lot of my clients are coaches or people with online courses and memberships. So they're looking for ways to, um, they're adding to their programs. They're putting additional resources in them. They're putting, sending out, um, emails that have information and helpful, you know, helpful tips on how to deal with the pandemic and social distancing. So um, there's been a lot of kind of just reorganizing messaging, optimizing the messaging for what we're dealing with right now, and just brainstorming ways to show up for your audience more even more online than we already do. And I, I know in our world, we are online all the time. And in a way, you know, this is the best time for us to step up and serve more because we have the background to be able to help other people keep getting their messages out and keep serving their audiences, even if person to person and face to face isn't something we can do right now. Yeah, that's awesome. So kind of, kind of put you on the spot here. Hopefully you're okay with it. Um, could you give us some examples? You kind of went through some ideas there um, about how people are kind of showing up for their their email list, their audience. Do you have an example you can give us of maybe, I mean, you say you work mostly with coaches and course creators. Um, what example comes to your mind of like, okay, if I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write an email to my audience today and I want to let them know like I want to, I want to be able to go out there and serve them the best I can today and give them a lot of value. Like what could I do? Sure. Yeah. So you need to think about your target audience. What are the things that they're thinking and feeling right now? What are their needs? Are they the most concerned about their jobs? Are they the most concerned about their health? Um, you know, what is it that they're the most concerned about right now and what part of your offers help solve that or ease that pain. I've seen a lot of my clients breaking out parts of their offers and just giving them away, you know, as a, as a show of solidarity, as you know, a kindness and service during this time. Um, I've seen many of my clients going live more, answering their questions from their audience um, because everyone is uncertain. Everyone has questions right now. So if, if you, as a, you know, course creator, influencer can take a step back and really think about how is this affecting my audience and how can what I offer make a difference for them? And then just, you know, start taking those pieces and, and offering them just as a, you know, goodwill and connection. It really makes a difference. That's a really great tip. Um, do you help with, so I know you do email marketing, uh, do you help with like social media copy as well, sales copy for for social media? I don't. I don't do. I do paid traffic and sales only. Okay. I have some team members that do content, things like blogs and emails that are just uh, like nurture emails. But I tend to focus mainly just in you know the paid and the retargeting. Awesome. So that kind of brings up another question. Um, you just brought up retargeting and actually that's something I was just talking about on a coaching call earlier and let's, let's dive in. Like, so we, we know, like we, we now know we need to maybe be showing up for our audience a little bit more, especially right now. We should continue to be sending out emails. 
Um, before I get to my question, one thought that just popped in my, into my head that I think a lot of people are struggling with, especially, not maybe not especially, but including myself, is like, in my mind right now, I'm like, my goodness, so many people are going through hardships right now, like, especially financially. I think financially is affecting most people, most of our population, way more than the virus is. Um, and in my head, I'm like, how can I put my offer out there when I know people are struggling financially? Like, why why are they gonna? How do I make them understand that that my my offer is valuable to them and that they should still invest in it, even though they're probably a little bit tight for money right now? Like, what kind of messaging can we put out there and make sure that we're showing up in a way that's coming from a place of service that's gonna be serving both sides? and not taking advantage of, of one side. Right, and I think if you're already worried that it will come across as taking advantage, that you already can rest assured that you're not. Because somebody who takes advantage of someone, they they wouldn't even give that a second thought. So my question to you, you are asking, you know, how can I still put my offers out there? How can you not? Because if you have something that you know can help someone either grow financially, grow their businesses, grow emotionally, or in terms of their health and well-being, not offering them that right now is keeping them from something that they might really need. The biggest times of growth I've had in my personal and professional life have been when things were tough. You know, it has been through the times where things fell apart things didn't work anymore, you know, losing clients, having a business fall apart. And I've lived through all of that. The best times of growth for me are the times when I stepped forward and invested in myself, even when it didn't make sense. And there's a lot of people out there right now that are facing that same thing. And who knows what if your offer is the thing that will turn it all around for them. Like, you know, something that maybe we took advantage of when we were in that position ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So I was a little bit off base with copywriting, but I really appreciate your answer because I know that that's something that a lot of people are struggling with right now. It's like, uh, like, is this like the worst time I'm going to be putting my offer out there because so many people are like distracted and struggling. And so I really appreciate that answer from you. Um, let's turn it back, turn it back into copywriting here. So, and, and sales messages, I want to focus on, on, on the sales message part. So, uh, if, okay, now we understand like, okay, I need to be putting offers out there. Like I would be selfish of me to not be putting my offers out there and helping as many people as I can. Um, you mentioned earlier, people are kind of breaking out pieces of their offers or maybe pieces of their course. And I actually have a client that has done exactly that. Um, what what messaging can we put around that to make it look like it's not discounted or like it's not losing its value? Like, is there any issues with that? I don't I don't think so. I think it's up to each individual entrepreneur. You know, in times like these, sometimes all you can do to help somebody is give something, and the value of it, um, the value of giving it, just that is builds in an immense amount of value because everybody knows right now that that there's a lot of just stress and 
breakdown going on in our economy right now. So people are appreciating more the things that they receive and the things that are offered to them for free. So if it, if you really are struggling with, do I offer this, you know, then maybe not that thing, you know, maybe come up with something else or even create something new. That's what I did. I took, I took a list of my 10 favorite online tools that you can use for free to help set up a remote office. And I just threw it into a Canva guide, set it up um, in Facebook ads. And um, I've added, I've over doubled my list in the last two weeks for almost nothing because I just wanted to help, you know, I just wanted to, a lot of people out there, especially local businesses, they don't take the time to stop and look for tools like this when things are going great. And so just the idea that I can put something out there like that. Um, it's not something I normally do in my business. I don't set up tech for, you know, for my clients or whatever, but it's something that I can do for them that might ease a burden. So if you're wondering about, you know, taking a piece of your offer and thinking, I don't want to give away the farm. Um, maybe go back a couple of steps because a lot of times we assume that people know more than they really do. Maybe what they really need is something that's more basic right now. Um, that's so, a really great tip. That's, that's awesome. And I think, yeah, I think that some, some of us might be feeling like, Oh, I got to just like stay in my lane, keep moving ahead with what I'm doing. But I think that there could be great value in what you just said in taking a step back, backing up maybe a couple of steps and helping them with the, the beginning, especially with the, the kinds of people that we might be reaching now that we normally are not reaching. They might be several steps behind at this point and they need the beginner stuff. And if that's if that serves, um, you know, if that's your target market, if they could become your target market too, I think um, that's, that's an awesome tip. So, Let's, let's kind of move beyond the, the changes that are going on. And if you wouldn't mind, let's get into some like actual copywriting advice. Is that all right with you? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what are some common mistakes you see people doing with their sales copy and their emails? Obviously, that's what your focus is. Um, one common mistake I see is that people get so close to their offer that they forget how their audience sees it. I mean, we, you know, we agonize over our offers, right? We put in all these features and the bonuses and we worry about the descriptions and how we position it. And we forget that a lot of times our target audience is still thinking about the pain that they're in and they're still thinking about that they maybe aren't even as aware of the problem. And if we start from point D or F or G down the line, as we communicate about it, we're we're just trying to force them past all these other things that emotionally and psychologically they have to be able to cross before they're trusting enough and ready enough to buy. So I always say, go back to the mindset of the person you were before you created this and look at your offer that way and then communicate about it from point A, instead of trying to skip ahead and, you know, hitting it from point G or whatever, because it, there's a disconnect there. If you go too deep into the offer before you actually address the false beliefs 
and the identity issues and and the different things that they've tried that haven't worked, um, they just, they not as many people will get there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of what, if you're, if you're learning in this whole Russell Brunson world, like we're familiar with that, with that concept of like, we have to help them cross that, like have that same epiphany that, that we might've had or someone we've helped might have had. And we have to connect to them on that emotional level rather than skipping right to the technical or lo logistical um, reasons to get in on the offer. So that that's number one, that would be the biggest mistake is people totally um, leave out the, the emotional connection of why someone would want their offer. Yeah, yeah. So what is the best way then? I, I'm gonna be like totally up front right now with everybody and say, and if you're on my email list, you're well aware of this, that I'm not great at sending out and writing emails. <laughs> um, I'm probably, it's probably the, my biggest weakness in my business is actually consistently sending out emails. Um, my question that I want to learn from you is like, what is the best way to be able to insert that emotion into written text? Tell a story. Yeah. Try to think of an illustration that can kind of tell a story behind the point that you're trying to make. It instantly makes it more human and connective. Um, and it also makes you a real person instead of just a salesman. You know, I always try to think of some, even if it's not a story that's personally from my life, any kind of illustration it sounds like, or it was like that one time can really connect the dots for people and keep them reading. Even if maybe the, you know, message in the end that you're delivering doesn't apply to them too, so much, they'll keep reading just because they want to see how the story ends. So I would, yeah, definitely say number one, use story. Yeah. So those that are, are uh, maybe not quite long, maybe they don't have an offer yet. Um, or they're maybe hesitant in putting their offer out there at the time for whatever reason they're still struggling with. Um, would you agree that in, for email marketing, for emails, so if there's, no, if there's no offer, can we just tell story and build those relationships even without an offer? Or if we're maybe just giving away something or, or taking, like we said, taking a piece of our offer, um, really just trying to build up those relationships right now. Is that a good tactic to go for it? Now, if we're kind of in this holding yeah. pattern, mm -hmm. would, would you agree that that's the best thing to be doing? Yeah, I do. I honestly, I feel like that's the best thing anytime because if you're not showing up, except when you're selling, there's less of a personal investment that they have with you. And I know Steve Larson always says offers don't sell offers people sell offers. And if your audience doesn't know you, then you're going to have to prove a whole lot more about your offer than you will if you'd been there and connecting with them all along. So definitely agree. So that brings me to like a whole nother point is that, and I brought this up for myself. I know just from talking to so many people that that, that is a really big struggle for a lot of people of writing those emails. Um, if someone needs help <laughs> with being able to do that, what resources do you recommend or that do you have where people can go learn from you or maybe even talk to you about uh, hiring you to do it for them? Where can people go? Oh, sure. Uh, well, you can go to my website, which is go.kristanicholsmessaging.com. 
and you can um, request more information there. Otherwise, my Facebook page, I often have live videos and um, links to different assets and resources, fillable guides that are super practical and easy to use, which is just Krista Nichols messaging. Awesome. And we are on Facebook currently live, so you can connect with Krista. I'll get her tagged into this post. This will also be posted on uh, my podcast called Amplify Your Impact, where there's a bunch of interviews with a lot of different entrepreneurs, some of them pretty well known, a lot of them pretty well known. <laughs> and you can go and check those out as well. Krista, do you have any other like final parting words of advice or encouragement that you would like to leave? with people watching today? Yeah, I just think um, crises bring out the best and the worst in people. And I think we're so fortunate right now that in a lot of ways, we're seeing the best. And so just keep putting the best of you out there. Just keep showing up. And if it's a rough day, that's okay. Let it be a rough day. Share that with your audience um, because audiences, they like to give back too, you know, they like to send a funny meme and offer support and it just makes those connections stronger. So just keep showing up, keep letting the best of you come out and keep looking for those little things out there that you can share. I know yesterday I posted just a silly meme about change one word in a movie title to toilet paper on my page. <laughs> And people loved that. You know, it's become like an international <laughs> meme right. about hoarding toilet paper, you know, so it's something everyone can relate to. It's not asking for anything. It's just a light moment of fun. And so people are still having a sense of humor and they're still out there looking to connect. We may be socially distant physically, but we're not online. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Krista, for joining us for this short time. I think it was very valuable and I hopefully hope it encourages a lot of people out there that might be having some of those struggles. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of a boost in knowing that you can move forward and you can keep doing what you've been doing, maybe just in a slightly different way. And I reach out to Krista if you're in need of some help with that, with, with adjusting and tweaking some of your messaging. might It might need a little bit of tweaking right now, so it's relevant. Um, so reach out to Krista. And thank you so much, Krista, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.